0: Gig Gab episode one twenty six for Monday, August seventh, two thousand seventeen. Folks, And welcome to Gig Cab, Gig Cab, Gig Gab, the podcast by, for, and about, working musicians here in Durham, New Hampshire. I'm Dave Hamilton.
1: Out in Los Gatos, California, it's Paul Kent.
0: How's your uh, How's your week,
1: Paul? I have played uh, 10 gigs in 13 days. That's a lot of gigs. Holy cow. This was my busiest stretch. Yeah, 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 yeah. August always is for you, right? Yeah, that end of July, beginning August. Yeah, yeah? right,
0: right, right. All right.
1: It's been good though I mean The gigs have been good Solid I mean my voice is holding up uh, Band is playing pretty well um, A lot of interesting things Going on this summer I mean For my band You know We started out With this view of the summer We had this great schedule In front of us And uh, Steve My bass player is he thinks it might be the onset of Carpal Tunnel. He's really mm-hmm. been in a lot of pain for a lot of things. And he's, you know, total trooper, just kind of battling it out. There's a couple of songs, you know, that are very demanding on bass that he knows are going to – there's been a couple of days, not many actually, where he's just had to say, hey, you know, let's not, go on. Not
0: that tune, yeah,
1: exactly. Not that tune. Yep. <laughs> and uh, and uh, we've had to use a sub-drummer for a couple of days, which has been – a bunch of uh, interesting dynamics. We've used two different ones. Oh wow! Yeah, both fine musicians. Sure, but not but not my guy. And it and never, there's the, it
0: never is, I, and that's the hardest thing, man. Is yeah. subbing out. Uh, you know, I, I think I think other than a lead singer, I, I think a drummer is perhaps the hardest thing for a band to sub out because it's, it uh, it changes yeah. everything.
1: Yeah. And and a, and a drummer can't lay out when in doubt, right? You no, that? no, that's <laughs> the thing.
0: And, and you know, we talked about this actually a lot last summer. That you know, coming in, you have to play with confidence, and 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 that sort of includes the and for for the love of Pete, whatever you do, don't stop, <laughs> right? I mean, it's like even if you've lacked, if you've lost all confidence whatsoever, don't stop playing. Yeah, that's right. You you have to keep driving. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So that yeah. dynamic has been a little weird. And then I think I've kind of alluded to this a couple of times, you know, I have a sense, you know, this is very subjective, but I have a sense that because we've been playing so much for so long, yep. we've kind of hit a little bit of a saturation point where um, uh, it's not always a must do to come see us. Whereas we had, a, you know, last year was pretty good. Like every gig, we had quite a few, no matter where we were, we drew quite a few mm-hmm. and we still, we still draw, but i again it's totally subjective but you know in the in the ebbs and flows of life i just kind of have a sense that a couple of new bands coming up in our area um you know a couple of established bands in our area are kind of on a, on a announced farewell tour and okay. you know they're getting a lot of love there which rightfully so sure um, sure but it, but it's a, it'd been a very interesting series of things and you throw all these variables in and the comforting thing Is you remember, just put your head down and play and trust, you know, just play your ass off, do everything you can to go over, earn new fans and kind of leave it up to the karmic gods to figure out, you know, whether word of what you're doing is going to spread out. And uh, and that's kind of where I am. I I was stressed about the many variables at play for a while. And, uh, you know, you get to the point where it's so ludicrous how much stuff is beyond your control.
0: Oh, yes, of course. Right. I I mean, there's a lot that is within your control and you can't just leave it all to fate, but
1: there's a lot that's not in your control.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah. Especially when you're playing gigs at, you know, at a restaurant, right. You know, is the the weather can, can impact whether people are going to go out to eat and then, you know, they've got to be in the door in order for them to stick around for your set after they eat or, you know, whatever. I mean, you know, there's a million different variables that can totally change everything. Uh,
1: and it's really hard to decipher them and and the thing is is the tendency is to like stress a little bit. Of my tendency at yeah. least is to be like, oh man, no one's coming to see us like we thought. You know, what happened to our draw? You know, are we are we old news now? And uh but then where the comfort comes in is just like, listen, all I can do is play a great show and whether it's one person, a hundred people. And in general, it's been fairly sustaining. I mean, the band, I think with some of the, with some of the moving parts going on, I feel like the band has kind of closed ranks and is really, you know, I don't, I don't, we haven't talked in the band about, you know, whether, whether the draw thing is apparent to everybody, because again, we're playing a lot of shows where there are a lot of people.
0: You will now after your band, hears this episode, but there you go. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 (laughs) Well, that, that that's it. Um, but, uh, but the band has played very well and band, the band has has nurtured these sub drummers through these gigs steve in particular the bass player he's yeah. taken most of the heavy lifting on like when you played with oh, us no, right I was,
0: yeah he he was a dream i mean it, there yeah. was there was great communication amongst everyone but it was like steve you nick simon in in that order, to be fair, right? Because you got your job to do up at the front of the stage. Yeah. But that that's how that that's how the, the the support structure worked for me at gigs. It was like, all right, if I can't get it from Steve, I look. Am I getting it from Paul? No. All right, Nick's next. You know. <laughs>
1: Yep. Yeah. I mean, and that's yeah. the thing we actually almost got it to a science. Like, like the drummer's main focal point is Steve. Steve yep. will lead him through hits and that type of stuff. And then when Steve wants the drummer to look to me for a cue, he'll just tell the drummer, look to Paul, but on a moment to moment basis, it's the bass players getting the drummer that's to- through. That's totally it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We figured so,
0: that out last summer pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> now it's been set in stone and this is yep. how we'll do it anyway. That's you know, it's just kind of, yeah, pre- that's It's like, you know, the John Lennon quote, life is what happens when you're busy making other plans. And so <laughs> you just, I guess that's part of our life is like dealing with variables. Is it going to rain? Is it going to, is your gear working? Is your, you know, I'm all of a sudden having some, like last gig we had, a we played our county fair, which is a pretty high profile gig around here, except for the fact that our county fair, um, is got is gotten a little bit smaller. It used to be two weeks, you know, in its heyday, it's like three to a, th- a weekend. Sure. The Greg Greg Kinban kind of opened the fair on the Thursday and we, you know, yeah. Uh, And we were the Saturday night of of our county fair, which is a tremendous honor. What an honor. That Yeah. It was great. But we played for about, you know, 300 people maybe. And um, which is a small, you know, for a county fair gig. And um, uh, my point was I, I was having some bizarre amp problems, right? uh and i have a I have a really reliable amp. I have a really good boogie amp and it uh, it's been really reliable, but you know we're talking about things that are beyond your control when the ghosts of the machine start start happening when you have a forty five minute stage turnover and uh I broke a string. I never break a string right so you know sometimes the you know these things just happen, and uh I guess that's what keeps it interesting but um and Does, also that
0: that's the reason you know that I show up at every gig with uh, I don't show up with doubles of everything, but I show up like for a, you know, a gig where i playing drum set. I have two snare drums and I have two kick pedals because those are the things that in the moment I ca- I need and I cannot fix, y- you know, like there's not enough time. If I blow through a bass drum head, I actually have Kevlar patches. I can, and I have, I can fix that and deal with it for an entire night. But you know, those kinds of things, like I need a kick drum and a snare drum. I, I can survive without all the other stuff, right? If I have to, yep. Yep. but, um, yeah, it's spare microphones, spare. I always bring a spare mixer to a gig, even if it's just like a four channel or something and we got to pair down to it, but it's just like, you got to have all that. I, I, that's the, clearly that's the boy scout in me, right? If, if it's not always be performing, it's always be prepared. Um, be prepared. yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, man. Yeah. That <laughs> to me, like those create fun memories. They're not fun in the moment. They are, they are very. Uh, well, it's a shared
1: crisis, right? A shared it's crisis. Like, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Right, right. It's, it's team building. It's bonding. We had, I played a gig actually with, with monkey fist the other night. And, uh, that's the acoustic three piece. And it was the, sure. the classic lineup of that acoustic, acoustic three piece. So we had Jimmy on guitar and, and Johnny was playing, it was singing. And, uh, and actually, the gig went great. It was out on the deck on Thursday night. It was sort of a backup gig for me. Remember, I talked about it? we had to cancel uh, a fling right. gig, and so I was invited to play with these guys. And it was like, oh, per- well, you know, sort of perfect. Here's the backup gig, and the night was great. The crowd was it was a it was full of people. They were really engaged. Uh, the sound was good. I mean, it was just blissful all the way through. Second to last song, Jimmy breaks the A string on his guitar, uh, and the worst part was. He couldn't get it like he's trying to, you know, we we're we just got to finish the song and he's trying to rip the just to pull the string away from his guitar so it's not in his way and he couldn't get it out. So I had to reach my hand back. And I held the string far enough away from his guitar so he could strum underneath <laughs> it while I played, you know, my cajon with one hand and we sang the harmonies and finished the tune. And and then we just gave him another guitar because John had his guitar there and we finished you Got the a story night. out of it. But we got a story out of it. But yeah, but it was one of those things. where We're all looking at each other like this is insane. What's going on right
1: here? So I'll, actually, I'll tell you a funny thing. Among the main, many amazing things that my bass player does. Yeah. He breaks strings more often than any bass player I've ever known. Wow. But... This is the incredible part. I've never known him to not finish a song. And I've seen him take a, like a Tower of Power song with a pretty mm. involved bass line mm. and work around a broken string.
0: That's that's a talent, man.
1: Yeah. That, well, that's just an amazingly active brain. You yeah. Know, that can oh, do that. it totally
0: is. Yeah. 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 I can see where that's, again, you know, at some level enjoyable for him. Because it's that like, okay, crisis mode. I got this.
1: Interesting. (laughs) Yeah. It might be a mental challenge, but, uh, right, right. uh, Enjoyable. Hey, (laughs) I wanted to talk about something interesting. There's, there's, um,
0: yeah, actually before you do, I want to, I want to share one tidbit from listener Timothy that's totally related to all this. And then, and then we'll go on to that. Timothy writes, he says, uh, I wanted to drop a note and say how much I enjoy your show. Well, thanks, Timothy. It says, Uh, He says, I had a vertical gig on Thursdays as an acoustic solo for over three years. This last Thursday, my first two sets went great. It was a small but very engaged crowd. For some reason, the crowd thinned out before my third set, and I was left playing to just three customers, a guy alone at one end of the bar and a couple at the other end of the bar, talking and laughing with the bartender. Long story short, I lost my enthusiasm, and my mojo soon followed. I basically phoned in the last set, taking advantage of the situation to try out a couple of new songs that were not really ready for prime time. I ended a few minutes earlier than normal and quickly started tearing down so I could get home. The guy from the couple at the bar came to the stage and I was so busy trying to set a new record for loadout that he had to tap me on the shoulder to get my attention. Do you have my card? He says, I have a couple of friends that own clubs and I want to tell them about you. He says, I swear to you, I heard you guys shout in my head, always be performing. (laughs) Fortunately, he had been in the club early enough to hear me when I was performing, because if he had only heard my last set, I doubt he would have bothered to come up and talk with me. I made sure to spend some time giving him and his wife some proper attention, but it's a little like putting on your seatbelt after the crash. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's. I mean, that's it. Doesn't matter whether it's one person or a hundred or a thousand. You, play, if you're gonna bother to be on stage, play your best. So, well, I just not only to play share your best. Before we,
1: I think that's awesome, and it's a great story. It's not just play your best; it's be your best. Be I mean, I, best. I, Correct. You know, this is like, you know, you know, can we dress down for this gig? you never know who's going to be in any gig, right? Mm-hmm. You know, do, do we have to bring the, do we have to bring the best sounds, the big sound system for a gig? Yep. You know, do we, do we uh, bother you know,
0: setting up the banner behind the band or wait Any yeah. of those things, right? Should we bring be, the lights?
1: Yes. Bring the lights. Yeah. Be your best. It's, you know, kind of a message. And, uh, it, it's an interesting thing. And as a leader, you know, you, you take it further because you're like, Hey, you want to be proud of the product that you are always putting out there. Sure. B you never know who's in the audience. You just never know. And your brand is an all the time thing. It's not a, it's not only for the good gigs thing. You yeah. Know, yeah. That's, that's right. That's really important. So it's a great, a great story that he shared. Yeah. It, it really rings true with me because you just never know when that big gig or that big opportunity or that opportunity to make everybody's life easier what's a vertical gig i've never heard that i don't know i'm
0: not sure what that term means but and maybe it was a typo it could be one of those things but it, it was hard to it was hard to parse but uh maybe, maybe it's just it a, a regular recurring gig regular yeah. gig maybe yeah i've never
1: heard that term so yeah interesting so if
0: you guys know what vertical gig is email us feedback at gigab let us know
1: because i i prefer to be horizontal at my gigs
0: yes yes do you that's weird. No, That'd be I be an odd performance thing. I I really did have one gig I remember with Go Figure back in the day where our singer and guitar player during one of his solos both laid down in front of the the drum riser on the stage. Uh, but that was that was a weird moment. So yeah, I don't I ever, know. Did
1: I ever tell you about a story about our first bass player when we were first starting out? It's a really nice guy, very good bass player. But you know, he would start his work day at five a.m. And uh, when our band was starting out, we took a year of of uh, once a month Wednesday nights at, a, at a, one of the more I popular clubs I remember pubs. you
0: said that yeah that was kind of your, your gig gig rehearsal
1: things gig rehearsal thing and uh, but no that was a, a 930 to, no it was a 10 to it was a 10 to 2 gig on a Wednesday night. Oh. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> one night talking about slogging it out, man. Well, dude, so and you know it's a Wednesday night, so it's that's 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 not I'm a saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh so uh we're playing I'm, I'm almost positive that I haven't glorified the story, but I'm pretty sure it was it was Brown-eyed girl or something like that and all of a sudden there's no bass, right? And, uh, and I look over and, and this guy was slumped over and I didn't know if he was dead or asleep. I mean, he was just, there was no base. He wasn't moving. His head was gone over. a little bit of drool coming out of the side of his mouth. (laughs) And, uh, you know, so I carefully just kind of probed him and he, and he, he sat up a little bit and, you know, it was so funny because, uh, you know. It, it was just an absurd situation, right?
0: Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's Gig Gab, folks. These are the stories that come out. That's right. Oh, that's anyway, awesome, man. Yeah. So
1: I wanted to share a story. There's yeah, a, a couple of good things. So one is uh, a outstanding band played that concert series that I put on yesterday. It's a band that's been around 35 years. Mm. Um, their specialty is really kind of, the specialty is Motown. Um, there's four singers, two women and two men, bass, guitar, drums, and then a guy who plays keys and sax. And I think he's probably the band leader anyway.
0: You've described them well enough. Can we, can we tell everybody their name?
1: Yeah, absolutely. The name of the band is pride and joy. They're a staple staple here in the Bay area. Okay. And, uh, you know, it, it was interesting to me that that music, that band got everybody on the dance floor earliest and biggest and kept them on the dance floor for the entire two hour show, you know, and a a lot, a lot of Motown was the first set. Second set was a little bit more Michael Jackson. And here's the thing that I was thinking. I think I know I I'm very guilty of this more so than, than anyone in my band, the desire to find the cool tune and bring it back and show buddy, everybody how great your musical taste is, uh, is really overrated. You know, there are there are thousands of number one, number two, number three hit songs over the past 50 years that will work for you every time if you play them right. And they can be really joyous to play. I I'm I I, and I'm only saying this if you want to work, this band is established corporate band. You know, this band has been making a living for their musicians for a long time. No messing around. Play the best stuff that there is.
0: Yep. Yeah, that, it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, so that that's one story. It was a great lesson. It was a bunch of pros just delivering the goods. Really nice people. Fabulous show. Awesome music. Joyous entertainment. Everybody's spirits were uplifted. It just took, you know, and then we had about probably about 3,000 people at this thing. It was a thing. I mean, that you could feel throughout the whole audience because, again, it's – I think – it's the greatest music ever written. It's the music people that still affects people, no matter what age they are. You know, I just think that that it's stuff that's just going to last forever. And, uh, And uh, it was done to perfection by this band. And my hat is totally off to them. They actually played. You and I might have seen them together at a mackerel party at the um, at the San Francisco Design Center, you know, many, many years ago. You you might not remember them, but. um,
0: Oh, I'm looking at their pictures online now. I definitely remember this kind of lineup. I don't know if it was the same people, but but this this vibe, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, for
1: sure. Anyway, they were they were freaking fantastic. And it was just a just a real education. Whenever you think you know it. This is what pros do. They, they, they take the greatest music. They add their own stamp to it and they play the heck out of it. You got to
0: find, you got to find good music that you can like, and you said both of these things, but they're both equally important. You've got to deliver the songs you play best. And then you need to feed that funnel with songs that are going to resonate with people.
1: That's absolutely true. So that'd be one side of it. Now here's the other side of it. There's a band in our area that, um, uh is being fairly aggressive trying to break into the scene. And you know, that's 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 part of it, right? Sure. You know, yeah, put a course. band together you, you want to work.
0: Yeah, right.
1: So I just want to talk a little bit about um about the wrong way to do that. Like oh. there's a couple things that are not quite cool and kosher and you can kind of see this these things. So I was actually friended a Facebook by one of the people in the band and uh I don't know this person. Sure. Right. And, sure. But, you know, I get a couple of messages. You know, I see you play a lot. Any tips you can share or something like hmm. that. And it's just kind of a casual so conversation. Sounds like the kind of fun. thing somebody would ask us here on GigGab. Right. Certainly. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, that's
0: why we've been doing it two and a half years. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah. We love to share.
1: Yeah. But I don't know if the, if the goal was really to ask my opinion. Or I kind of feel because of a couple other things that is it is it more to just kind of butter me up. Oh. To help with referrals and those types of things. Again, remember, here's the deal. I don't know this person. I only have seen them perform once and, um, and, uh, and, and have one, you know, very brief Facebook chat with this person. So, so I get a note from this person a while ago saying, saying, Hey, um, I see you're playing a gig that we would love to get in. A, a, a good word from you would, would really go a long way. And uh, like all of a sudden now the red flags are going off right now. It's like, well, Interesting favor to ask. That's not really how it works, right? Go earn your own gigs is you know, kind of the way I feel about it. Uh, and so you know, some red flags. Then interestingly enough, I was at a, an event and, and I saw someone uh, come up to me and they were saying, hey, so-and-so has a band and, uh, and uh, you guys should do some double bills with them. And I was like, what, (laughs) you know, again, so this name keeps coming up. And then I talked to Scott who, who does the booking for the, for the music series. And I was like, have you been getting pinged by these people? He goes, Oh my God, they're like beating the heck out of me. There's a point of aggressiveness where you've, that's the whole point of these stories. There's a point of aggressiveness where uh, it's over the line and you're not going to make any friends and you're not going to bludgeon people into getting a gig. You're not going to wear them down. Uh, You know, and if you do, you know, your reputation goes along with that. So they may begrudgingly give you a gig, but you know, here's the deal about this band. They're fine. You know, sure. They're, they're, they're fine. Uh, They're not dramatically different than other bands who do what they do in the, in the same format that they do. Yep. But um, mostly, the message that I thought, you know, thinking about the story, because a lot of this transacted over the last weekend is just to share is like, when are you, don't get lost in aggressiveness, you know, in the pursuit, because again, your, your reputation goes with you everywhere. Well, and
0: it's a, yeah, it's different from, uh, perhaps different from other businesses. I mean, and there certainly are businesses where this is this is paralleled, but you if you are, live in you know a specific area which we all do cuz that's what living unless you live on a bus uh you know <laughs> <laughs> right you're you're in one area presumably you want to gig in and around that area so there people talk right there is a community and and it it's going to be different everywhere you go. The tightness of that community might be you know tighter there than it is in another city, or or you know, or the reverse. But people are going to talk, and and these kinds of things that you're mentioning are going to happen. Like, hey, you know, like when they first pinged you, you never thought, oh, I got to ask Scott, is he getting pinged by these? People? Like it it right. crossed the line for you into this is really kind of a little much. Then you start asking and. That's the point where he's like, oh, dude, it's a little much. Now, suddenly this band has a name, right? Or a reputation amongst at least the two of you. And if that's happening amongst the two of you, it's probably happening elsewhere. And like you said, there's nothing wrong with being aggressive and wanting to get gigs for your band. But you have to also simultaneously understand that you're living in a community. Now, there might be people that would say yeah I'll do a double bill with you. You seem like a nice guy or girl or whatever, you know, whatever. Um but you know, figure out who those people are before you just start beating on everyone because right now what might happen. I know a lot of people in your area listen to this show, right? Just like here. And cuz we when we started the show, we told all our friends about it. And now they listen. Yeah. And and so now even though we haven't said the name of this band, Somebody who know, like somebody who might be that person to to be uh, perhaps a little more opening and say, yeah, sure, it's fine, whatever. Uh, now, maybe they might be a little more closed because they're like, oh, is that who they were talking about? uh Oh, you know, what, am I doing the wrong thing? And now here it is. Right. Because so this conversation happens. So, yeah, you got to be careful that that you are a good citizen in your local music community.
1: Or be be willing to suffer the consequences, right? Well, I mean, that's and,
0: true. Yeah, you might be able, to, right? And there are there like the world is full of stories of people that have pissed everyone off and gone on to great fame and great success, and so. But you, but like you just said, it you got to be comfortable with the consequences. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it, it, if you view it as a zero sum game, there's one gig, and either I can get it or someone else can get it. Mm-hmm. That you know, if you if you're gonna play it that way, you're probably gonna get you know some difficulties thrown in you no one's going to go out of their way to help you right whereas you know and i'm again, i'm i'm just simply saying the tact has has brushed me the wrong way right i'm not inclined if i get you know if i get asked to put together a double bill i'm not going to call this band right that's just that's just the way it is there are other bands who you know there's like a copacetic you know that's the other thing is well you know there's will the will the band bring in enough people to do a double bill with so there's a business side of it sure. but when you do a double bill you kind of like want to hang out with cool people and you kind of want to enjoy the the evening and you know that type of thing so you know wherever you are in your financial you know view on this maybe maybe like you said there are plenty of people who just see this as a zero sum game they're going to take what they can and uh, and damn the rest that is one life strategy
0: right yeah right. it Don't is worry. and and there, there are there are success stories you know, all over the place with that. There's also failure stories. Let's just to be fair.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So anyway, this, this is a tale of, you know, what I would uh, recommend, at least in my scene. And it's not just me because it clearly, you know, it it hit someone else, you know, the wrong way as well, as well. And so, uh, you know, the couple of lessons here are, you know, understand the dynamics you're creating as you go out, breaking into a scene, you know, maybe, maybe a scene in Nashville or Austin. I'd love to hear from musicians there. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's more cutthroat there and you just got to do what you got to do. I don't know. In my little area. I here, didn't
0: experience that in Austin.
1: All right. It, so in my little area here, you know, everyone understands it's a business and, you know, you want to work totally. and you want to get a gig, but, you know, reputation's definitely you.
0: My, I, I, I'm trying to think, I've got a friend of mine that uh, was a full-time musician in Austin then moved to Nashville. Um, I don't. I, I know he said it was different, but I don't think it's quite this cutthroat. In fact, I think the relationship game works there too. I mean, it's how life is everywhere.
1: I, Contacts, yeah. yeah, trust,
0: trust. That's it. Trust. And if I can yeah. trust that you're going to be a jackass, well, then that's how I'm going to deal with you.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And like I said, for me, it was the jump from a casual conversation to, "Hey, can you recommend this for a gig?" Right. Like, what. Well, That's there's like,
0: nothing. I mean, you know, again, it, we've all started. Well, you and I have started businesses and, uh, you know, there's that moment in life where you have to ask for that thing that you want. It it, it, it happens. It will it will In my opinion. It will never stop happening. But yeah. there's tact in that. And and finding that moment, perhaps certainly with you, they found it the wrong way or they yeah. found the wrong moment. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah. Would, it, would that have raised a flag with you? Again, given the context, newer band, no real relationship there. One very casual Facebook conversation, just you know. It definitely, ending, it definitely
0: would have raised a flag with me. I, yeah. I, I always want to be the nice guy in scenarios yeah. like that. Me frankly, too. Frankly, because it's easier than than being a dick. But, um, but that might also result in me just. Like shutting down and, and just ignoring them. I'm, I might do the passive aggressive thing with, with a person like that. And just say, yeah. yep, no, I'm going to, yep. I'm going to pretend yeah. I didn't get that message. Got it's it. all good.
1: Yeah. Hey, I want to, before we sign off today, yeah, I just want to send um, a big shout out. There's um, a legendary local band. They've been together 48 years. Um, the band's name is Sage. It was two yeah. sets of brothers. Um,
0: You've talked about him on the show before.
1: I mean, again, Frank is one of my idols. He's one of the great band leaders. Keep a band together when working. They went through, you know, so many things as you can imagine. They they started out, they were one of the first horn bands in the area. Um, you know, th- when when times were this way, they actually toured from Las Vegas to Alaska, you know, playing cover tunes and, and uh, you know, making a living life happened families happen the core of the four brothers have been together for a while and and uh, you know they've just been legends in this area and uh, they recently put out an announcement that um that they're that they're going to retire huh. and it's a very bittersweet thing you know because they meant so much in, in this area for so long i love the guys very much i've gotten to know many of them uh, you know certainly frank and uh, and his brother russ you know have become friends um uh it's just an interesting thing you know you 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 recognize that time goes by a 48 year run for anything much less a band which everybody knows how hard it is to keep a band together is a remarkable remarkable achievement and they have Performed at such a high level for such a long time, been such good guys. They have this would be the other side of that other conversation, right? U- right universally yeah. have everybody's love and and uh, and respect uh, because of the way that they've conducted their business. Always have put up incredibly high quality product on stage, the nicest guys, very fun, um, funky, uh, you know, high quality musicians, everything like that. So I just wanted to send a little bit of love and, and like a public acknowledgement to some of my heroes, my friends that are after forty-eight years are are retiring. Well best uh
0: best wishes to them on their on their neck whatever their next adventure yeah. is. Yeah, that's man, Hopefully. that's a long time. That's yeah. pretty awesome. That's good. That's good. All right, folks, well that's going to wrap it up for today. If you want to find us, of course, giggabpodcast.com and then uh, facebook.com slash giggabpodcast or giggabpodcast.com slash facebook. Always be performing, everybody. Even if Learn it's a farewell lesson. tour. Yeah, yeah, that's right.
1: Yep. Even if there's three
0: people in the restaurant. Especially if there's three people in the restaurant. That's when you got to remember to do it. Have a good week. Hey.